you know, I've created the, the Healthy Rockstar program because I know how hard it is to be on the road and eat healthy. It is so challenging. And so with the Healthy Rockstar kit, we've got, you know, like all the hemp products in there and some greens and some matcha tea if people want to have those things in their kit. And they, you know, you can have a hemp shake a couple times a day and you, you're getting a really powerful fuel for the body, you know. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Brie Noble, and I am so glad that you've tuned in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. And we have a little bit of a different kind of show in store today. Usually we talk with musicians about how they're making money from music, or we talk with industry pros about how they're working with independent artists. But today I'm talking with an independent artist who has a message that I think is really important for you female artists. And that is about staying healthy while on the road and in general. So I remember being in my um, mastermind group of female artists and talking about what we eat on tour and how frustrating it is to try to find something that's fast, convenient, and not too expensive and also healthy. This is a really personal episode for me because in it, I do reveal some health issues that I've dealt with, especially when I was a touring artist and how that affected me. And I think many of you will identify with this because these are problems that we all face while we're on the road. And then when we're home, we're so busy catching up on everything else and it's so hard to focus on staying healthy. But if we want to keep making music and have a career that has longitude, we have to pay attention to our health. My guest is Samantha Holmes, and she talks about her own health journey as an artist and how she has come out of that when she was so sick and had no energy and was just really on a downhill spiral. And she gives you guys some really great tips on how to deal with this on tour, how to overcome frustrating issues with your health. And she's developed a program called the Healthy Rockstar, which I think obviously is perfect for this audience. So I just wanted to mention before I get to the interview that if you are interested in checking out the Healthy Rockstar program, you can go to femmusician.com slash 064 for this episode and its show notes, and you'll see a button on the page that says check out the Healthy Rockstar program. And you can click on that. There'll be a video where she talks about the program. She's got a 10% discount for you guys, just you guys who listen to the show. And if you enroll, you also get videos every day for 28 days, helping you understand how to use the program and how to make it work with your lifestyle. So again, that's F as in female, E as in entrepreneur, musician.com, femmusician.com slash 064 for that information. Now here's some more information about Samantha Holmes. Samantha has been sharing her story of how she healed herself from low energy, systematic candida, 
malnutrition, pre-diabetes, and adrenal failure from years of working in the bar industry, being in a band, and traveling for work. Her health evolved into a success story because she took control of her health and dramatically changed her life. It is her mission to help others learn who they are, to connect more deeply with themselves, and to live a more integrated life of health and love. Here's my interview with Samantha Holmes. So that's a little bit about Samantha Holmes. So Samantha, is there anything that our listeners need to know besides your very cool spelling of the name Samantha (laughs) that they need to know about you that's a little bit different or unique or not really mentioned in your bio? Um, you know, even my name, actually, my mom actually named me from the witch off of Bewitched. So there is a little bit of magic in me for sure. That's awesome. (laughs) I do like that. that. I do like it. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, since I've been on the healing and health journey, uh, for the last 16 years, since I moved to Vancouver from Vancouver Island, it's, my life has been a real awakening. That's sort of like the name of my album is, um, awakening. And I just, my, my life has really been sort of going from very asleep to being awake. And that's sort of how my music, um, is written is my experiences Mm -hmm. of, you know, the things I do to, you know, just to become a more integrated and more conscious human being. There's, there's many different tools I've learned over the years of being in the health industry, right? You know, I can call myself a hippie, to say the least, you know, being in the hemp industry, right? I mean, but right, yeah. Just, I just, you know, it's opened up my whole world, honestly, Brie. You know, I came from the bartending industry and then moving into like really serving from serving drinks to serving hemp shakes, you know. That is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a full circle sort of a thing, right? It's just been a real, you know, um, a new understanding of, of a way to live you know, a balanced, healthy life. And there's so many things out there to help us as human beings be more conscious. And I just, I, I get really turned on by that. You know, it's, it's, mm. it's been a, a cool journey to say the That's least. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So how did you get started in music? So, um, like I said, I'm from Vancouver Island, a really small town. And my parents were always into, um, you know, Led Zeppelin and, you know, uh, the Eagles. And, and then my brother, he is, uh, just over 10 years older than me. So they had another, they brought in, you know, Aerosmith and, and, um, uh, Billy Squire and, and, and then my sister is just a little, so I had all this, lots of different influences of of music in my, in my childhood. Um, and then I did get married very, very young. Like I was 20 years old, got married. Um, that's really young. I got married at 22 and I thought that was young. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like nowadays, right. It's just not the norm. It was so, you know, for our parents and stuff, it was, sort of normal, you know, get married young. Oh yeah. Kids. Um, but I got married, you know, sort of like very young. And then I just, you know, over the years I realized it wasn't for me. And then I, I ended up moving to Vancouver when I was 27 and I just, something happened. I'd never really been to the big city before. I was this, you know, little fish in this huge pond. And, um, I just picked up a guitar one day, like a friend and I were just messing around a, fr- a friend that I met and I just took to it like really quickly. And I, I ended up writing like a song the first time I picked up a guitar. It was really weird. What? Yeah. Yeah. And, and- Wait, so had you already been creative, like rewriting poetry yes. or something yes. like that? Okay. I did. Thank you. Yeah, I did. I was a, I was always, I have a million journals I've saved over all these years. Like I just always wrote and wrote and wrote. I was just crazy. Just, I don't know. I just like to write and, and just see what unfolds. And it's sort of like a dumping ground. I always have found that it's a great place to put the feelings in, you know, to paper mm. and be like, holy crap, it's amazing how much information and heart and love and soul comes in a human being, you know? <laughs> oh, I know. You know it's, uh, it's amazing. 
Yes. Wait, so you just picked up a guitar like you hadn't done any music before that? Not really. I mean, I had a little bit in school. Uh, um, we had band, you know, from grade nine on. And I just it, it, just singing was the thing that I got involved in. And then I didn't really do anything after um, after high school. I just started working at a very young age in the, in the bar industry, in the restaurant industry. I started very, very young. Like I said, slinging drinks and, mm. you know, so I was, did, did you experience other, you know, bands within the bar? That oh, inspired yeah, you for anything? sure. Yeah. Or did you say, oh, I never want to do that? Oh, no, I actually, so when I started bartending, so I moved from Qualicum to Nanaimo when I was, you know, um, 19 and I got my first bartending job at Wichita Rocks at this crazy, awesome rock bar Mm -hmm. downtown Nanaimo. (laughs) Um, And we used to have some amazing bands that came in there and oh my God. So I was 19. I was one of the head bartenders, you know, total raging alcoholic at that point. And, you know, cause we just, you know, you, you have a shooter with your, your guests and your customers, your favorite people come in, they're always buying your shooters, these great bands that would come in. And yeah, I was really, really inspired. Actually, there was this uh, Shania Twain tribute band that came in back then. And I was just so blown away that, yeah, I, I sort of started to dabble in more, more vocals and stuff with my girlfriend. Yeah. But then it wasn't wow. until I moved to Vancouver that I, and then, and then I joined a band. So that's, that's sort of how I, I picked up a guitar actually. And then I divorced my husband, <laughs> and then, you know, just got a couple tattoos and then joined a band. And then my life just sort of really changed. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty interesting journey. Oh my goodness. So, okay. So where did you go from there? Cause I don't know any of this part of you at all. Like, so, <laughs> right. So 27, uh, you know, single, I was a head bartender and we have all these amazing bands, uh, that would come into the starfish room that, that bar doesn't exist anymore. It used to be behind a really famous bar in Vancouver called Richards on Richards. And, uh, yeah, we'd have amazing bands. And, and then, you know, I had my band on the side and, and so I had my day job you know, and then I had my night job and then I was in a band. I did that for a few years and we, we had, I had about, you know, 15 original songs and we were called Asphalt and it was, you know, some heavy ACDC sort of covers and Led Zeppelin covers and, and Alanis Morissette and just, you know, half covers and then half, um, originals. And that, that lasted a few years. And then, um, I, then I went to a different band and then we did, um, more, we would actually perform in, in different pubs around Vancouver and stuff. That was a lot of fun, but you know, that's sort of where I started to get a real, like my health really started to decline because I was barking mm. so much and then just, you know, going into just, you know, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of alcohol, a lot of, you know, dope and a lot of late nights and just running on adrenaline. It really actually caught up to me, Brie. And I started to get really sick around the age of like 28, 29, 30. Wow. And you're thinking I'm only 28, 29. Like I should not be sick. Yeah. It it was scary. I actually got adrenal exhaustion and, um, I was pre-diabetic because I was living off of caffeine and and alcohol. And you know what I mean? It's just Uh tough, you know, and yeah, it got, it got pretty tricky, but that's sort of where my life changed. And, um, my family got involved in the hemp food industry. So my dad and my brother, we, we, um, basically ran across some farmers in Saskatchewan that had these lean little pigs. And my dad's like, what are you guys feeding your pigs? And they're feeding them hemp cake. Like, cause the first hemp that was legally grown in Canada this company called Manitoba Harvest, they basically started making hemp seed oil and the byproduct from the seeds was this cake that they were feeding these pigs. Anyway, long story short, we got um, a hand of that, our hands on that, a sample of the the cake and we ended up making the world's first hemp protein powder, which is actually pretty cool. So that's our family. Wow. Yeah. So now did, how, what was the order of this? Did they start getting into this while you were still 
you know, doing your thing in Vancouver and, and starting to get sick? Or did they do it in response to the fact that you were getting sick and they wanted to find a solution? Mm, well, that's a great question. Actually, it started because my brother was, uh, who's about, you know, 10 years older than me. He was really sick growing up and he tried to do the vegetarian thing and just got really ill by not eating well. And so he started his mm. health journey you know, he took reflexology and learned about health and digestion and stuff. He's got, he's got a couple books out. He's got a company called consciousplanet.net. And then we have, he started our, our hemp company, Living Harvest, which is now called Hempco Canada. So he started mm -hmm. that um, just because, you know, he was looking for, him and my dad were looking for a really good protein and they ran across this hemp protein. It really, it changed our lives. Wow. Yeah. So when you were really sick, did they like kind of do, a, do an intervention on you? Like you need <laughs> yes, to do this. You do, yeah, Brie, you, honestly, yeah, ex that's exactly what happened. So I was not doing well. And my brother, he came over and he, the first thing that he did for me is I did a uh, parasite cleanse and a liver flush. I'd never done liver flush before. It's crazy. And it, it changed my life. I know that sounds weird, but I just, my body was so toxic and especially my liver. And they say that with your liver, like if people are, have a lot of anger, like the emotion of anger, it's usually because the liver, like that's the emotion that comes with the liver. And when you start to cleanse, your body starts to release emotional trauma too. Right. So wow. I was a very sort of tense, angry, <laughs> anxious person. And after I did the liver flush, like it's just, I don't want to go into the details of it because it's pretty gory, but <laughs> something happened. Like it's just something released in my liver. And then we started our company. I started working for our company um, very shortly after that as the sales rep across Canada. So I, I, my, my job was to be on the road and I toured across Canada and into the States and, and to Hawaii as well, just to teach people about hemp. That was my life and has been for the last, you know, 16 years, you know, being on the road. And that's, it's been amazing. Wow. Yeah. So was it hard to make that like transition or did you just feel so much better that you didn't want to be having, you know, living on caffeine and alcohol anymore? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because when I first started easy eating the, the protein powder, cause I was like the guinea pig, our family, you know, was, we, we started to eat it every day. So we knew, you know, what it would do to our body. And so we'd have a couple hemp shakes a day. And I honestly, like my sugar cravings went away. I was such a sugar monster. It was nuts. Um, and my energy levels went skyrocket. And I, I also suffered from candida, which is like just having like a really acidic body um, from eating so much sugar and acid, you know, that the body grows a lot of candida, which is like a yeast. And my system was really messed up for many, many years. And because sugar feeds yeast, the hemp just because it's such a high protein that the body can use as a fuel, the, my body just totally changed and my hormones balanced out. Like I used to have endometriosis and all these, like I was pre-diabetic. I was a mess. Like it was just nuts. Mm. And so I'm curious, did this change your music? Like when you had the, <laughs> you know, <laughs> detox and like you got rid of your anger and all that, did you stop doing rock? Yes. And do like a lot more like folk yeah, or. Brie, honestly, you're, you're, you're brilliant. It's exactly what happened. I honestly, like my music was heavy. Like it was like really heavy stuff. And then while I was, you know, sort of eating this new way and living this new life. I got into yoga as well and started meditating and you know, really started to become a hippie because I was totally tapped into the health industry. But I was driving around a lot and I was staying in hotels and I'd always bring my guitar with me. And my songs became about my awakening journey. And so a lot of my songs were about, you know, um, going from darkness to light and, and just, you know, understanding how we can expand our own consciousness and we're in control of our 
of our lives really. And we, how we eat really does matter. I know you said that earlier. You said, you said it's, um, health is the new rich. I love when you said, yes. three. yeah, it was, that's my new mantra. That's making me get up in the morning and go for a run. Oh man, I'm so proud of you. And I, I and it's, it's great. It's, it is health is like without it. And I learned, you know, you learn it the hard way. Unfortunately, as humans, we love to like get beat up a little bit first before we go, Oh, right. I shouldn't do that anymore. Cause I'm hurting myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Being on the road and, and, and just traveling. I, that's where I wrote all my songs. I have about, you know, 30 originals and just, um, songs that have really helped me understand who I am and helped me understand other people and how to be, be real and authentic and transparent as a human being. That's sort of the path that I'm, that I'm on. And I, and I really have found that through music. That's amazing. So now are you, you're still doing music. Are you a part-time musician because you're working full-time with the the hemp? Yeah. So basically I'm a full-time um, hemp educator and do travel still across Canada and help people raise more awareness of, of how to use hemp really. So I'm more of a handholder and teach people how to make their own hemp milk and, and, um, you know, eat the products every single day and just watch how the body transforms. And on the side, I do my music, but I also do another thing, um, which is cacao ceremonies. So I also write music that to hold space for people. So we drink raw cacao and, um, Okay. What is that? Exactly. I mean, I know what cacao is in general, but what is raw cacao? So So when when you, when you, um, when you eat raw cacao in its, in its natural form, like it's actually a really beautiful, um, medicine and, and, you know, it's in, in Mayan culture, it's been used for thousands of years and, you know, it's one of the most profound medicines on the planet. I mean, we all love chocolate, right? Unfortunately, it's sort of bastardized in North America and pretty much all over the world because we add, you know, sugar and in dairy and stuff like that to it. And you're not really getting the full effect of, of the pure raw power of, of cacao in its, in its unadulterated state is actually like a medicine. And so are you like, is it the bean? Yeah. Are you crushing yeah. it up? Or, okay. Exactly. Exactly. I buy, I buy the stuff that I, that I buy is from Guatemala. And, um, so I get that shipped in and, and everyone drinks, you know, about, you know, a handful of melted chocolate in a, in like warm water and, and you drink it and it helps to open up your heart. And, for me, I've sort of, you know, just been dabbling in, in writing music that is about ceremony and heart opening and expanding and just bringing in some drums and some nice vocals that help people really get into their body. Cause you know, just, mm. it all just, you know, I just, it's just, it's been really a neat sort of like I've got, I've gone from hard rock to, you know, really, you know, um, you know, sweet sort of, you know, heart opening, awakening music to like sacred cacao, sacred ceremony music. It's been a really interesting mix of what is coming through. And I, and I love it. I love being an artist and just being open to, you know, whatever comes through. I, I thank God for music. I mean, I honestly, I know, you know what I mean, Brie. It's like music is like, it's just, it's a release. It's a beautiful way to just express mm-hmm. that sacredness in us. I just, I love, I'm so grateful for music. It's really, really saved my life. I swear. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that, that and him. Right. Yeah, I know exactly. Well, that's, and that's why, you know, for me right now, I get to basically, um, you know, have my wonderful job with our family company. Um, and then, you know, I've created the the healthy rockstar program because I know how hard it is to be on the road and eat healthy. It is so challenging. And so with the healthy rockstar kit, we've got, you know, like all the hemp products in there and some greens and some matcha tea. If people want to have those things in their kit and they, you know, you can have a hemp shake a couple times a day and you, you're getting a really powerful fuel for the body, you know? 
um, I know you had a chance to try it too, Brie, you know, that the hemp, the hemp kit and yeah, I'm right? still taking it. I mean, that hemp oil is amazing. It is, isn't it? And then, you know, I like the maple cinnamon version of the, um, yeah. of the hemp protein. It is nice, isn't it? It, it is. Mm. So how do you like encourage, um, you know, performers to, to do this regimen on the road? Cause it seems a little more, I mean, obviously, you know, we could, we'll often get free food wherever we were at and mm -hmm. maybe it's, you know, a bar and it's just, you know, junk food <laughs> and it's coffee and it's ice cream and, you know, whatever. And so how do you kind of help them figure out a way to fit this into their touring schedule. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, even for myself, ever since I've been in the health industry and doing tons of traveling and, and just education, I always carry my hemp products with me in my bag. I always stuff it in my suitcase. I always have my hemp seeds, my hemp oil, and my protein powder. And if I know that I'm going to a place that is there isn't a blender there, I'll just throw my magic bullet in my bag. I don't care because I know for me, if I have that and I put a dose, a good dose of greens, we have a nice hemp and super greens. And I have a couple of those a day. Then if I'm going to be, you know, you know, wherever I'm traveling or if I'm performing and I have to eat, you know, bar food or whatever, like, a, you know, then it's not going to, it's not going to hurt my body as much. And maybe sometimes I won't even need it because I'll bring a shake with me and just make sure I just have that. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like a safety food where, your body's getting fueled with incredible nutrition and your body's not going to be, you know, starving for a spike of energy, right? It's, it's just, it's such a powerful food to balance things out and you, you lose sugar cravings and things. So it's, it's like so easy. It's actually super, it's like super fuel. So you can easily just make a shake and just bring it with you to your, when you're performing. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, that's cool. So I have to say, and I've never actually talked about mm -hmm. this on the show, but you know, the, one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on the show is because uh, I personally, um, have suffered from inflammatory bowel disease. I have, well, they can't figure out if it's Crohn's disease or colitis, but I've had this since I was 30 and, you know, my music career really took off in my thirties and I had, you know, ups and downs with my Crohn's disease. I tried all these different diets and everything and I had experiences on tour where I was literally on stage thinking to myself, I don't think I'm going to make it. Like I need to find a bathroom. And I'm like in the middle of a song, Oh my God, you know, and girl. I know there's like three more songs left and I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? And I know that there are musicians out there that suffer from this and nobody talks about it because you know, it's not the most like glamorous thing to talk about. It's embarrassing. And, but you know, I want to stand up for those people that have different health issues and are still out there trying to make a living as a musician. I totally know what you're going through and, you know, we've got to find a way around this. And that was one reason I wanted to bring you on here because I know that you said, you know, hemp has really powerful anti-inflammatory properties. Mm -hmm. It sure does. Absolutely. And that's, that's where disease starts. Really. The body is in an, an inflamed state and, you know, it just, our body then causes stress and we try to do everything we can to not feel that stress in our body. And it gets really challenging because then our body gets out of whack. It gets out of control. We start to crave strange things because we get scared. You know, it's just this vicious circle really. Um, and that's why hemp is so powerful because it's also really similar to our human blood plasma, which is really bizarre. Um, so when it goes into the body, it, the body recognizes it and it digests easily. It's completely raw and bioavailable, full of enzymes. And like, it's got live, it's a live food, right? Brie? So like the body, we need live food. And that's the thing is 
our bodies just get out of whack when we continue to eat things that are more acid forming and hemp is very alkaline forming. So, oh yeah, this is like, it's so powerful that you could add this as a musician into your diet, especially with people. I had this girl today I interviewed, her name is Delaney Rose, a really wonderful artist here in Vancouver. She's been on a hemp kit now for four days. And she, she was, she said that it helped to get rid of her anxiety, that she's lost mm. a bit of weight. She has tons of energy and she feels amazing. And she was like, she had never tried hemp before. So she was really excited about it. And I, was, I know for me, it's like, oh, wow. Cause I've been eating it for so long. I just forget <laughs> how amazing it is. Yeah. How, it makes such a difference. Like, 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 again, like what you said, health is a new rich because we, like, we really, really got to take care of these. We're like a musical instrument. Our bodies are like a, a musical instrument, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. And what I love about it is that it, like you said, it will break the vicious cycle that we get into. And especially on tour, it's so easy to get into a vicious cycle. You th first of all, you think to yourself, well, I'll be done with this tour in two weeks and then I'll get back to being healthy. Or, you know, you, you eat something, you know, you shouldn't. And then the next day you're like, oh, well, I already ate that. Or you start, you know, you start craving these things that you wouldn't normally crave because you ate it while you're on tour because it's so convenient. convenient. Uh huh. <laughs> you nailed it. I know it's so uh -huh. funny. And, and, and like for me, like, my thing, I used to be a real sugar monster. So I'd eat two, three, four chocolate bars a day. Ridiculous, wow. not even healthy ones. And of course, right. And you know, it's like oh the goodness. body, you know, can only take so much of that, you know, and, be, and that vicious cycle is just, it can get really, really out of control for sure. Yeah. And I mean, you're, you know, you're on tour and it's like, you get done with your event at 10 or 11 at night and like nothing else is open except a convenience store. Exactly. You know, you, you gotta be your own convenience store, oh, right? You sure. gotta have something that's convenient with you that you can just go in. And even if it's midnight, you can go into your hotel room and just blend it up real quick and drink it. And then you go to bed feeling good. Absolutely. And this is the kind of protein that your body can, you can eat it pretty late, you know, as long as you don't mix it with a bunch of other things. And cause it's so easy to digest. It'll really help your body recover while you're sleeping. Mm, yeah. that's, that's awesome and powerful. So do you have any other suggestions of ways that touring artists can, you know, avoid the bad stuff? And, and, you know, I know, I know you mentioned bringing the shake with you, or, you know, if you have to eat the bad stuff, then you <laughs> at least have the shake to kind of balance it out. Do you have any other suggestions? Cause I remember I used to be in forums and we'd be talking about what we do on tour and, mm -hmm. you know, people would be like, I always look up the nearest subway because it's cheap and, <laughs> and not so bad for you, you know, and yes. stuff like that. And I always struggled with what to eat on tour. Oh, I know. I know. Well, for me, like I, I do always carry my hemp. I'm not just saying that, but I like, and I, people usually come to me because they're like, I need a hemp shake. But I, for me, I always make sure that um, like I'm flying to Toronto in a couple of days to do a huge health show there. And I'm like, I'm going to go and find a whole foods. That's sort of, I know it's not the greatest place because I do support GMO and all that crap. But anyway, they <sighs> do sell things like su seeds, nuts, you know, like, um, grab a trail mix. Um, make sure you have lots of water. That's a big thing. If you can get packets mm -hmm. of greens, like we do have a hemp and greens, but if you're on, you know, on the go, you need something, grab, eat, drink some greens and just make sure you keep the body really alkaline. Cause as soon as our body gets acidic, then we start to crave sort cause our energy levels are really low Then we want quick energy. We want sugar, 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 or carbs. Right. But yep. if you're fueling your body with protein that is sustainable, that has a high amount of fiber in it, then it'll last in your body longer. Right. 
So does it also give you energy so you can kind of go, I don't need that coffee mm-hmm. because when I drink this, it's going to give me some totally, energy. Totally. Absolutely. Yes. Because when you, especially when you drink coffee, you know, your body will get amped up and then you'll have that drop again. Right. Then you'll be like, okay, I need something. I need sugar or a muffin or I need coffee again. Right. So uh-huh. yeah. But if you're having like a hemp shake, um, and, and you know, you're drinking that with in blending up a banana or add a handful of spinach, you know, it, it'll last you three to four hours of energy and you won't be hungry because you're, because it's so sustainable. It's a very sustainable food for your body. Right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like the perfect tour. Yeah. Food. If only it, you did enough to blend it, but you know, nothing's perfect. I know. I know. Well, we have these, these tasty little bars called these hemp super minis. They are just, oh, I'm excited. Yeah, about I'll these. send those, I'll send you, send you some for sure. Yeah. Awesome. So how do you balance being a musician right now with this really, you know, demanding day job that you have and what, what have you put in place to kind of help you? Like, do you have a team that helps you with your music that, you know, maybe helps you book things and stuff? You know, um, like for right now, I am working with a couple other artists through the Mark Rosner management, um, company. He's, he's like my manager right now. And, um, I'm working with a couple of the artists local, like Delaney Rose, and we're setting up some singer songwriter events here. Um, you know, we're just doing some gathering some people and we're actually gonna be teaching them about health and, and how to live a balanced life as a musician, which is so interesting that we're having this uh, talk. We just booked that in white rock. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I just, so you're moving toward into more toward integrating what the two things that you do, which I think is awesome. Yeah. It's actually a dream come true right now. I really, and so I'm just so grateful to be on your, on, on this uh, podcast with you and share, because I believe that this is huge for our future. Just, you know, uh, you know, obviously we love, um, the life of, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, but it can only take you so far, right? You gotta have (laughs) have, some help in there. Um, and you know, we gotta keep our, we gotta keep our rock stars, healthy because we need music. Music is life. We, it's like universal language of love. It's like, we, we, we have to, um, you know, support it. It's, it's, it's really, really important. And the older I get, the more I realize that, you know, um, music is a really important part of my life and just collaborating with other artists and being part of other shows. And, and it's just, it's, that's what I'm doing right now as much as I can, you know, I have my job and then the evenings is, is my music. And I'm just going into the recording studio, um, with my new drummer, which I'm very excited about. And we're going to be recording, um, some songs and just, you know, getting it out there and just sharing the love. Just, that's it. That's what it's all about. Sharing the love, sharing the Mm. music, sharing the health. Yeah. That's, that's (laughs) awesome. Well, so speaking of sharing the love, do you have a book or a web resource or anything that's like helped you on your journey other than obviously hemp, but, um, you know, anything that's maybe helped you either with the music business or with like, you know, (laughs) personal development or anything like that, that you want to share. Oh, for sure. You know, one of the books that really enhanced my life was the artist's way. Oh (laughs) yes. That's been mentioned a few times and I've read that too. It's It's a great classic. I mean, it's it's a great, like creative unlocking device. Oh, it's such a beautiful tool. I love that book. Absolutely. And I've always actually had a, a, a training coach, like a vocal coach that I've worked with. So, um, I've always make sure that I have some, I keep my, my vocals up to, to snuff. And, mm. um, so another, so some books that, hmm. <laughs> you know, actually one thing I've been doing over the last year is taking landmark landmark is like a self development course that you can, that you can take. There's two and a half million people that have done it all over the world. And I just, oh, okay. you heard of Landmark? I have heard of it like 
on, you know, side basis. I don't know much about it. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. Landmark has a way of just teaching me how to like be really present and see the world as it is and, and for what it is and, and how to show up more as a whole integrated human being with creating possibility from nothing. It's, it's, it's a really, really powerful. Hmm, I'll have to check that out. That's very yeah. cool. Well, I am definitely going to be posting a link for people to go check out your company. What is the name of your company? And um, just to let people know the the show notes for this episode will have a link that, you know, you guys can go and check out what she has to offer and the special kits that she's created under the, um, the healthy rock star that you guys can take with you on tour, which I love this new program that she has. What, what is your company called and how can they get in touch with you on social media and all oh, that? Sure. Yeah. So people can get a hold of me through like healthy rock star is on Facebook. Um, and it also, there's a YouTube channel that we're just creating right now and they can also go to healthyrockstar.ca or okay. they can go to samantha.com. My name is spelled S Y M E N T H A samantha.com. Yeah. And then that is just the coolest. <laughs> so is that, did this, the Samantha from Bewitched is not spelled like <laughs> no, that, right? No, no. How, where, where did they come it's up fun. with that spelling? No, so my mother, it's, it's my, my birth name is S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A, but I, ah. I came across numerology, um, about 12 years ago and it just really inspired me. I just realized how much, uh, our, our names influence our personality. So it is interesting. You can check it out online, look up new numerology and get a, mm. Um, and I just decided to just alter the spelling. I actually, I just got inspired by it as well. And, uh, I don't know. I like, I like it. It's different. And so, and then snap oh, it's very is available. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> right. So that's cool. It's pretty- I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been so great and so informative and something a little different for our show, but something I think is really important for the musicians to focus on. It's not all about the music and the business. If we are not healthy, there is no music and there is no business, right? (laughs) You said it, Brie. Absolutely, (laughs) girl. Yeah. So you guys go check out hemp. Um, you know, she's got plenty of educational materials there that can help you understand how to use it and what it's, you know, what it, what it, how it works and you know, what it helps you with and all that. So, um, thank you so much, Samantha. It's been really, really great having you here. And I just am so glad that I connected with you. Me too, Brie. Thank you very much. It's really been an honor. Really have. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans and grow your business female entrepreneur musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com with editing by Jen Eads of 317 Sound Design and music by Stella Ronson. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Enjoy this track from Samantha called Deeper. Deeper.